You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. So last uh, episode, we talked about crazy impact guy. Crazy impact guy, <laughs> person, gal, gal, person. Yeah. Crazy impact golfer. And you know, it's, it just goes back to, we're able to capture everything the golfer does both in the ground with the body, with the club. And we see these concepts that golfers are trying to do nowadays. And you know, it's, it's the cool part is you can see the, the trends and the ebbs and flows of, of different theories over the years. And I've been doing this a while and you know, right now the trend is, you know, for crazy impact golfer to to show up once or twice a day <laughs> on the lesson tee. Yeah. And you kinda kinda reel it in and kinda, you know, show tell him the truth. Show what's up and tell him the truth. What are some some other common deals that we see that are giving golfers really just tons of fits and headaches in the effort of trying to improve? Yeah, the uh, super crazy top of backswing rotation guy. Okay. Person. <laughs> Person. <laughs> Golfer. They turn a lot. So ex- explain what you mean by, what, what are we calling this? Over Maxed out? Yeah, maxed out turn person. Okay, maxed out turn person. So this is the person, golfer, that uh, in their mind thinks that uh, if a little bit of turn is good, <laughs> <laughs> a whole ton of turn has got to be better because now, I'm going to hit it farther and straighter. And I all. might have to recuse myself from this conversation because – a little bit of pie is yeah. good. The whole pie is going to be better. better. That's the same. That's the attitude with this this golfer. <laughs> the, he's doing it with the golf swing rotation. So it, it, it's um it's something we see a lot. It's being taught a lot that this um, what is it unfettered, unfettered. <laughs> I think it's uh, unfettered. I'll go with you on the I English. I don't know if it's right, but I think it's right. It's it's um, basically just. Free range. Free range turn as far as you can possibly go. And the funny part is, and we see it all the time. I mean, I'll pause them at the top of the stop, stop the video with the gears capture and show them at the top of the swing and be like, how are you even seeing the ball? Because, you know, the shoulders, bones connected to the neck, <laughs> right? So if I turn my shoulders 130 degrees, I mean, my head is, I'll basically say, why are you looking at my back wall? You know, at the top of the back swing, because literally they're turned so far that their eyes are not even looking at the ball anymore. And um, they just do it because they think that more turn is better because it means more power. And it's just not true. And, you know, it all stems again. It's the ebbs and flows of the, you know, the I don't know if you call them fads or just trends in golf swings. You know, for a while there when the when the X factor came out and, and, you know, a lot of golfers were then trying to restrict the hips from moving because that was going to make them hit it longer. Yeah. Now, you know, it's swung the, the pendulum has gone the opposite direction. Now it's to hit it farther. You just go as much as you physically can. 
And well, that's just magic because that's going to make you hit it far. It's the next. <laughs> it's the newest fad. Is this? Is this massive hip turn? Um, and you know, again, we've got over nine hundred million dollars in earnings in our three D database. Right, the golfers that are in mm-hmm. there. They're, they're winning golf tournaments. They're winning tons of money. So we kind of have a pretty good range of what the best players in the world are actually doing. And these golfers are coming in you know, way outside the average normal hip turn range of a tour player. And these are people that are sitting at their desks for a living. I wish I had a dollar for every senior golfer over the age of 50 who came in with 70-plus degrees of hip turn. Yeah, and complain that they can't get their hips open at impact. Well, well they're not. But yeah, they they ain't got no problem with the backswing. Yeah, and we've done videos on this. I mean, you've only got you know point two seconds on the downswing. So, if you're trying to get your hips, let's say forty five degrees open at impact, but you turned them seventy five on the way back, there's not enough time to even barely get them back. Hold square. on, hold on, I'm doing the math in my head. Uh oh, it's a hundred and fifteen degrees of rotation in little over point two seconds. And, the, and if you kind of extrapolate the math on that, Rory doesn't somehow, do that. Yeah, DJ Rory, doesn't do that. I think that. Rory's like seven hundred degrees per second with the hips. Yeah. You'd have to be like nine hundred to cover that same amount of time. I don't hold me to that number, but that that's the kind of <laughs> that's yeah, the, don't don't, don't hold us to any that math. Number. <laughs> but the the key takeaway here is you'd have to have Rory esque hip speed rotation numbers to be seventy five degrees. Next generation of Rory. Yeah. yeah. To get 45 degrees open and impact. So that's the first issue with it is, you know, there's no balance. It's, it's nice to have, you know, the, this balanced kind of rotational movement and the tilt. So, you know, just for argument's sake, 45 degrees of rotation on the backswing, 45 degrees of rotation open and impact, that gives you a nice blend, right? Yeah. The problem is the guy or gal that turns – 75 degrees, they've also done something else that's ruined their ability to use the ground efficiently and to push off the ground, and that's they turn their hips too flat. Yeah, so in order to do that, right, and just because the hips move, I love the phrase you use for it. It's called um, ankle pivot, Mm -hmm. right? You can only turn, if you stay in your tilts, do other things well, your, your hips aren't going to go 70, 80 degrees. You can't because there's like a natural restriction built in. Yeah, it's like a built-in governor. Built in, tilt in the pelvis. Right, yeah. so you, that's why that 45 degrees, 40, 45 degrees with the pros kind of has just been an average for a long time because these guys have the best golf swings, and that's about the end of range of motion if you stay in your tilts. So amateur golfers being the crafty bunch that they are, yeah. I figured out, okay, I can do way more than that if I no pivot problem. around my ankles. Yeah. They're not doing any work at the hip joint, right. right? So there's no force coming from that at that point. They're overturning flat, so the, the arrows on our force plates, right? They're just standing <laughs> straight up and down, and they're dead, and they're not moving, which tells us, all right, you're really not getting any utilization of these ground forces that help us get club head speed. So the, the funny part is, it's just like everything else, some of these concepts that they're thinking are going to give them more power actually slows them down. Yeah. Some of these concepts that they're using to try to get more open at impact are actually causing them to be less open. So this whole golf swing thing is it's a, it's such a puzzle. You know, you, you've got to get the right pieces in place way before impact, before the stuff is going to show up that you want, namely club at speed, good club path, body positioning good at impact, Right, club face control. All that stuff's got to come because of all the good stuff you're doing in the backswing and transition. Yeah. Yeah, the, the flat turn, ankle pivot, like all it does is just basically, you know, it's kind of like if you, if you 
pull the rubber band back to snap it. It's almost like essentially as you pull the rubber band back with your right hand, it's like letting your left hand go with it. Like you move the rubber band a bunch, but you haven't really stretched it. You just basically taken all of the dynamic movement out of it. And it's almost like a, a fluid pose of a swing because when you look at the ground forces, there's zero going on. It's like they're at a dress. Yeah. It's just like nothing going on. And we have some videos showing these ground. They're awesome, by the way. We have we have a gas system that we love with these, love it. with these two separate plates that's one under each foot and it, there's arrows that come up out of these shooting up out of the ground as you're moving on the plate and really get a good indicator of of um, kind of how much and when you're pushing into the ground and we see long hitters do it a certain way just like everything mm-hmm. else right mm-hmm. the best players they do it kind of in a certain way but if you're overturning the hips at the top of the swing and turn them flat it basically r- renders it like you're just standing there. And the arrows aren't doing anything. Well, the hips are going to slide forward when that happens, right? They're level, and you know who knows what's happening above the hips. Probably nothing good. Exactly. You're overturned, and you know now you've got to try to make something dynamic happen from a suboptimal, pretty big word, suboptimal position in the backswing in that little quarter of a second. Now you've got to create something dynamic, and that's super tough to do. Yeah, you know, I li- it's almost like you start, you're start. you trying to start your, if you ever shifted a manual car, trying to start it in like fourth gear or something. Oh, yeah. You know, you're... <laughs> yeah, it's a great analogy. You can get it moving, but it, it doesn't, it's, it's not the <laughs> You ideal. don't want to be behind that guy. So basically, sign. it'd be like being in fifth gear in transition. Like you're at the top of the swing in transition, and you're trying to start the car... You know, from forward, a stop. from a stop in fifth gear, you know you can do it, but it it uh, is not the ideal with way. the hips level because they've level. So like exactly. with your car on a level ground, exactly. it ain't gonna go fast. It's not gonna go fast, Great and analogy. and it's so much work. The motor has to work so much harder and is sputtering and trying to find its way. It's the same thing with the golf swing. There's just no, you know, we look at early hand speed as a, a really big indicator of like club at speed right yeah. you got to get the hands moving coming out of the top of the swing well that flat hip turn and overturning the body and maybe taking your arms way behind your head and making oh, all yeah. these crazy big moves you haven't put yourself in an ideal position to to give it that initial yeah, to, boom, to ramp that club that giddy speed, up or hand speed yeah, and it's yeah. just like starting a car in fifth gear you can't get that burst of use utilize you can't utilize the torque that the engine can provide because you're out of gear I mean, we hear it every day. If I pulled up Instagram right now, it wouldn't take long to scroll before we found a post talking about, you know, get open for more speed or distance. The hips, they're responsible for very little bit of the club head speed. Yeah. It's not, your speed's not in your hips. I always say to just support the club head speed. It's kind of stabilizes the face. Yeah. And and supports the motion. Yeah, exactly. You got to have good use of the, you know, the feet, knees, and hips for everything else to work correctly. So it's not just about the the hip speed, getting clubbed speed. It's just not. Because if that was the case, the LPGA players would be some of the longest hitters, right? They spin the hips pretty fast and get them really open. Well, they have the biggest range of motion. They're the most open. And most of the time, they're the fastest. They got a lot of of hip speed. Yeah. And they're not. So to take this wagon – around again mm-hmm. what do we do instead so again you need m- more than rotation because again we're, we're talking about golfers who are over rotated in that you know we'll just use the senior senior guys that we see the guys who sit at a desk all day or who are retired coming in with 20 to 30 degrees more hip rotation than what we see the best players in the world do okay so it's not 
It's not about making that hip number go up. It's going to improve your golf swing. Because to make that hip number go higher than those tour players, you're destroying your tilts yeah. in the Tilt. process. And that's what you want to focus on because those are kind of the self-governor of the golf swing. And there's a reason why these great athletes right, don't go much past 45 degrees. Some of them don't go much past 30 degrees or 35 degrees because you've got to come out of that. And you've got to be able to get them open again before it's useful at all to you. That's right. And uh, one thing we've used to help people, just a, a concept, is the hips tilt and the shoulders turn. Now, obviously, the hips, are, their pelvis is turning as well. But utilizing the idea of the shoulders turning and the hips tilting helps golfers in their mind get out of this max hip turn idea. And it will put a nice little governor on them because they got the tilts. Then they improve kind of how they're using the, the feet interaction with the ground then all of a sudden the speed ramps up with less effort because they're able to start the car in first gear instead of fifth gear. yeah i mean th- that's such a good hips tilt shoulders turn is such a good kind of playing thought because i was you know i was taught i had a big old hip turn starting off and w- what it does like you were mentioned earlier is it just ruins the sequence my hips were done while my club was still somewhere around waist high. Uh-huh. And then the rest of it was just kind of this this slack and run off at the top. And you try to sink all that up in the downswing. I was a pretty good athlete and I could do it sometimes, but it, it never was on the level where, you know, I should have been or, or where great swings live. But if you just the idea now when I play, okay, I'm not going to restrict my hips. I'm going to make sure they tilt correctly. And then when my shoulders turn, my hips are going to turn whatever number that needs to be. Absolutely. I'm not worried about it anymore. It's such a great way to play. I mean, that's one of the ones, you know, there's a few times in your golf career that you make some pretty good jumps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, just like light bulbs. I remember when I was a kid, the first time I figured out that, you know, I wanted to, in my mind, I needed to trap the ball with the irons, you know, have the kind of squeeze the ball between the, the club and the ground, and that was like a revelation to me at the time. You know, because I was like, I totally get it. That's how I'm taking a divot in front of the ball, and mm-hmm. I don't have to lift it up in the air anymore. And, you know, there's been a couple times like that, and one of them is this shoulders turn, hips tilt was like a revelation because I've been trying to turn my hips really flat and slide them toward the target, and I was taught that for a lot of years, and I'm still struggling getting out of that. But this idea that, oh, I see, the, if I just visualize my hips kind of tilting – and my shoulders do the turning. The hips are going to tilt, but they're going to turn and tilt the right amount at that point. And, and my ball strike improved. Boom. So there are certain times when certain things you hear click and you do get better that second. And it's something that we've seen for a long time. But I want to say, uh, was it Dr. Kwan, the first person that we heard actually phrase it that way? I think it was. And, you I know, it's it like was. that's that's what we're saying. It's, like, it's the simplest way to. I mean relay what we're seeing he i think it was him and it, and it um i remember thinking wow okay that, yeah, that, that's, that's exactly that's, right <laughs> that's what we're seeing with really good yeah. players yeah yeah to the point where okay now when when we when we even when we have good players come in we have tour players like their swings get off like everybody else and when you look at them from the top down view in that early part of the golf swing so like right around into the takeaway when the shaft's parallel there's going to be some good separation between the shoulders and hips there. Absolutely. And when guys aren't playing well and they're not swinging well and they, they feel the backswing off, oftentimes there's no separation there because the hips have got, you know, they've gotten active with the hips turning, 
tilts have gone and they've gotten the shoulders and hips moving early in the swing, they should not move together. Like the one piece takeaway idea has probably hurt so many golfers with that idea because, okay, the hips are only going to turn half as much as the shoulders. What happens when the hips stop turning? Now it's all shoulder turn and arm lift. That's exactly. not good. And, you know, the thing we've used to battle that, and we'll end it with this, is just getting golfers to make, you know, to start the swing with this little kind of pressure on the right foot, the little shift to the right, mm-hmm. get things moving a little bit lateral with the lower body as the torso starts winding. And that just sets off this great domino effect where the right hip starts climbing on the or trail hip starts climbing and get the tilt. So, um, if you're struggling with flat hips and all that, add a little, little tiny bit of lateral right in your takeaway. And a lot of times, believe it or not, that little motion there will set off a domino effect and you'll start doing yeah. it better. Yeah, don't be maxed out turn guy. Yeah, don't, back don't, swing don't person. do that. And let your shoulders turn your hips. Yeah, and if you guys are enjoying these episodes, please subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a five-star and a written review if you really enjoy them. We appreciate it. We're trying to help as many golfers as possible, and you can help us do that.